Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steve Spur, your new head ball coach of the new Alliance Football League team right here in Orlando. Coach, what does it mean to you to be the first coach named in the Alliance Football League? Is that an honor for you? Yeah, that is. That's a compliment. Flattering. Hopefully, uh, uh, getting named helps give the league some credibility. That's what Pat Dooley wrote in the Gainesville paper uh, the other day. So uh, there's going to be some other big-name coaches that are going to be announced here real soon. And mostly uh, coaches in the league and even players uh, that come in the league are, are people that are not leaving a job to go coach uh, four or five months uh, out of the year. So it's, it's, it's perfect for maybe people that, hey, I'm not going to saturate my whole life in, uh, with uh, one particular thing. Uh, and it, it, it gives us a chance to compete, put a team together, go try to beat the other guy. And uh, if you love competing, uh, this is a perfect alliance, a spring football league that uh, we all look forward to. How much do you anticipate as far as support goes for the team early on? Certainly, as you mentioned, you bring credibility to the league. You have a lot of people here excited that you're coaching the team. But is that something that means a lot to you as far as how many people come out and support the team early on? Well, certainly. And certainly. And let me tell you some of the new rules that the Alliance is installing. I love the new rules. We're we're trying to get a a two-and-a-half-hour game. We're trying to make the game as safe as possible. There won't be any kickoffs, kickoff returns. Uh, there will not be extra points. you got to go for two all the time. And there will not be an onside kick. It's like fourth and ten. If you make it, you keep it and go. If you don't, the other team gets the ball. Uh, and, again, uh, make it as safe as possible. I think nobody in the stadium likes to see a guy laying there and helped off the field. So we're going to emphasize trying to keep the head out of contact, tackles, and blocks and all kinds of things of that nature. Football can be safe, but we have to sometimes look out for our, our opponent also. And I don't know that all coaches have emphasized, look out for the opponent also a little bit. Let's, let's make sure we're all healthy when we uh, leave the game. So those kind of things, and obviously we need to score points. All the teams need to score points. We need to be uh, showing that we are very capable, a talented bunch of guys. And there's so many good football players in America. They can't all play in the NFL. After college, where do they go? They don't have a, a European league in, anymore like they do in basketball. Uh, baseball's got minor league uh, ball. So uh, this is, uh, yeah, we know it's a little bit of a minor league. We're not trying to compete with the NFL or the colleges. So it's that month, February, March, April. We're going to try to play ball, be on TV, give an excellent product and somebody's going to win the championship. Steve, I know we're early on in the process here, but do you have any idea what your staff is going to look like? Have you thought about that? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, won't make any announcements on that until as we get into the summer. Uh, again, we don't play until February, uh, February of 2019. Uh, I think the month of January will be sort of really uh, putting the teams totally together. Uh, three or four weeks is plenty of time to get ready to play a season. So uh, there's some time between now and when we uh, piece it all together. What was it you missed most about coaching in your time away? 
Well, I miss uh, the games itself, probably uh, camaraderie with the players, practice fields, meeting rooms, uh, trying to create a good plan for your players to put them in position to go win the game. Uh, the players win the game for the coaches and for the team, uh, but certainly all the coaches are instrumental in the plan uh, that you give your players. So uh, team sports, gosh, I've been on the team since I was seven years old. Uh, my dad was a little league coach. And of course, little league's age nine through 12. Uh, but even when I was seven, I got to be sort of the ball boy, and they stuck me in right field one game. So I've been on the team a long time, and that's, uh, that, that's a fun part of life, being on a team. And uh, that's why team sports, I think, are so good for everyone. It teaches you how to get along, whatever company you're in, uh, organization, uh, be a good teammate. That's what we all try to do. Jeff Weltman, president of basketball operations for the Orlando Magic. Jeff, I understand why you can't get into specifics about why exactly you let Frank Vogel go. A lot of that is out of respect to Frank. But is it at all possible that you look at the candidates that are out there and that part of the reason – that you let Frank go is that you saw that there was somebody or somebodies that you thought would be perfect for this job and thought, I don't know if I'm going to get another shot to hire blank. No, because um, in all honesty, if, if I had that guy, I would have made that phone call today. You know, I guess it's the day, the day is young, I guess. So you don't know what I'm going to do today, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I, I'm telling you now, I'm not going to make that phone call today. So um, no, um, we don't have we don't have a guy in mind. Um, there's no there's no perfect guy out there. I mean, hopefully by the time we come to the end of the process, we will feel that this is the perfect guy. Um, I'm confident that we'll find somebody that we're very excited about. But um, we don't have that guy in mind right now. Did you look for player feedback at all before you made the decision to let Frank go? No, no, that's um, that's not something that we'll do. Um, obviously, um, I think communication with our players. Um, on all fronts is, is the lifeblood of what we do in our in our jobs, and 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 I do believe that we have to stay closely aligned with our players um, in in order for us to provide them with the guidance and the direction that they need to get where they need to go. But um, not not on something like that, no. All right, uh, I I uh, solicited some questions on Twitter last night, which of course, Jeff, as you know, can always be dangerous. I've filtered out the psychotic ones. I don't know because I'm not on Twitter. Okay. Good for you, but, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, yeah, you should. Um, all right, so I have a couple of questions from fans uh, that they would like you to answer. Uh, would you consider bringing back a former Magic head coach? Would yeah, that rule you know, somebody out? No, I, I don't think that, that we want to rule anybody out at this stage. Now, maybe as we go forward, we'll start to kind of get to different layers of the process. But, like, right now, I don't see any reason to um, close down any options that could make us a better team. Are you sympathetic to the fact that this is year one for you in the rebuild and year six for the fans? I am. Guys, I've said this to you guys. I, I am sympathetic to that, but it doesn't change facts. And, and, you know, this is where the team is right now. Um, I, I wish I had a, a magic button to press and we could go from year six to, to you, know, uh, you know, year 10 right now and say, like, we're, we're, we're four years down the road of where we are from today. That's just not going to happen. I mean, like, this is, this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're faced with. These, is, these are the, the phone calls that we make with other teams. And this is the reality of the situation. So all we can do is deal with the reality of it and from there make decisions. Do we want to short, 
change it and, 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 and maybe short sell the future for a, a, a lower, you know, return on the, on the immediate future just to get to the playoffs or, you know, uh, you know, maybe mortgage some long range assets. I mean, if we want to do that, then, you know, that's another story. That's not what we're going with this team. We're going to do it right. It's going to take whatever time it does take to be done right. And, you know, we will be urgent and we will try to expedite it every chance we get. If there's a deal that we can get where we can acquire a good young player um, and, and fast forward the process by a year, we will be all over that. But we're not going to um, we're not going to mortgage long range assets just to, um, you know, you know, uh, pass out uh, at the finish line. All right. Last one from the fans. Aaron Gordon. Uh, he said that his ideal contract would be a max. Obviously, you can't comment on him specifically when it comes to that. That'll be a negotiation down the road. But just generally, what is a max player to you? What does a max player have to embody on and off the court? You know, I, I don't have a hard and fast definition. I remember when, um, you know, working for the Detroit, the Detroit Pistons, I was told that, um, you know, the owner there said, you know, the definition of a max player is that you make the playoffs every year and that you sell out your arena. Um, I don't really have a definition like that. I think that, you know, times change and, and the, the ideas of max players and, and, and you know, where teams are uh, has kind of evolved to be a little more gray area. But, um, you know, obviously when you're talking about something like, you know, the three-letter word, um, you know, you're talking about something that has to directly impact winning. And so, um, you know, you have to be betting on that. And, uh, um, you know, as you said, I can't really comment on the specifics of any negotiation. Um, but, you know, um, we'll, we'll see where that goes. This is, this is obviously uh, part of our, um, you know, summer looking forward, and we'll have to deal with that when we get there. Just a little taste for you on a Monday afternoon. This was some of the stuff we hit on last week. Big interviews with Steve Spurrier, the new head coach of the Alliance football team right here in Orlando, as well as president of basketball operations, Jeff Weltman, who just had to let his head coach, Frank Vogel, go, and now he continues the search. Uh, more to come on Wednesday. Full NFL draft coverage drops this Wednesday. Follow the Kravitz podcast on iTunes as well as iHeartRadio and tweet at me anytime at Brandon Kravitz. Plus, get a new Facebook page as well. Just search the Kravitz podcast on Facebook. Be on the lookout on Wednesday. NFL Draft Show coming your way. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.